it's funny because I would hear from one group of people, you need to make music that sounds more, you know, urban. And I was like, just say black because that's what you mean. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. um, and then I would hear, you need to make songs that sound more pop. And I'm like, by pop, you're also meaning more white. You know what I mean? And I'm, right. I'm just not going to parse words. The Message. Spotlighting the most important voices of today with Ebro. An open dialogue about their experiences in these times and the music that inspires them. Welcome back to another episode of The Message, the podcast where we talk to important voices in the culture about their message to you. March is Women's History Month, so I thought I'd throw it back to my 2021 conversation with singer and actress Andra Day for International Women's Day. At the time, she was getting ready to release her film, The United States vs. Billie Holiday, which earned her a Golden Globe for her portrayal of the iconic Billie Holiday. We sat down to speak about Billie, her favorite female black artist, and her belief that black women represent the best of us. Let's get into it. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another episode of The Message. My name's Ebro, uh, here on Apple Music One, but today's guest... She doesn't come outside often, but she came outside <laughs> for us right now. And her amazing film, shout to Lee Daniels, also the United States first Billy Holiday. We have yes. the incomparable Andre Day with us today <laughs> to uh, share some amazing words and music. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so blessed. I'm grateful. I'm just riding this. I don't know, I'm trying to keep up with this crazy wave, you know. <laughs> so. Um, before we get into your playlist that's available on Apple Music, the Andre Day, the Message playlist, which is all women, um, it's International Women's Day, uh, I got to talk to you as as a as an actress, as a performer and an artist, mm -hmm. because taking mm -hmm. on the role of uh, the late, great Billie Holiday, I am sure was uh, a level of emotions and discovery um, that is, uh, I, I don't know, it's probably some of the toughest work you've done in your life, I would assume. Um, but how are you after coming out of that? Cause I know for actors, y'all go in and when you got to come out on the other side. Yeah, it's, um, well, first of all, thank you for asking that. Cause <laughs> I don't actually get asked that question very often. Um, I'm better now, which is good. You know, I, uh, I, it was definitely, it was, it was heavy. It was a whole mind, spirit, soul, body transformation. It was I put it like this, it was the most unhealthy thing I've ever done for my physical mm. body, you know, for my voice, mm. for for everything and and maybe my my mental state too, but it was the healthiest thing I've done spiritually ever and it was the it was actually probably one of the greatest experiences of my life and the hardest thing I've ever done. Uh and coming out on the other side, you know, interestingly enough, I think you would think that it would be, you know, I would be excited to okay, we got it done and we do. I was so not happy with the idea of leaving and with the idea of everything ending. I did not want to leave. I didn't want to leave Montreal, my cast. I didn't want to leave Lee. I love, 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 love the feeling of Billie Holiday's spirit sort of commingling with, with my own. And I had been her for three years by the time we finished all the last bit of pickup shots in 2020. And so I was like, I, and people... You get back to yourself, and I was, I don't know who that is, you know. So I'm <laughs> right. trying to figure out, you know, who who I am in this season. But God is great, so I know we'll get there, you know. So um, with that, um, I just, you know, there's so many uh, so many things I want to learn from you um, because it playing this role was a dream come true. I mean, this is a Billy <laughs> Holiday is one of your big inspirations, right? Like, so mm -hmm. the opportunity presents itself. 
Uh, you're, I'm, I'm sure you're, you know, head over heels to go and do it. When did you realize, <laughs> oh shit, like I'm about to, I, I'm going to go into some, uh, some depths. I don't know if I was prepared for it. When did that hit you? Well, you know, it's funny. <laughs> uh, I actually said no to this role. I <laughs> was not head over heels. I, I, I'm head over heels oh, with wow. Billy and I love Billy, but I had zero desire to do this movie. I was terrified of this movie. So I said no multiple times and I kept trying to figure out how to get out of it, you know, without like disappointing anybody or, and interestingly enough, I, I didn't know this until later, but Lee on the other end did not want to work with me either. It was, it was his, we were sort of thrust upon each other by our managers. So, <laughs> so him and I were sitting in that first meeting, looking at each other, like, why the hell is we here? Like, let's just eat these hors d'oeuvres and be out. You know what I mean? So he, um, and it was, um, but it was actually he saw a fear in me, a terror, a terror to do this role. And then I saw a fear in him, you know, to, a desire to get it right. And, um, and we had to overcome that together. I, I, I had never acted before this, so That's right. I didn't want to be bad. And then I thought I didn't want to remake Lady Sings the Blues because Diana Ross was just, you know, uh, just she was perfect in that role. And the movie and the, the black sort of opulence that it gave us at the time so it wasn't until I prayed about it and really had a piece, and then I found out that it would be vindicating Billie Holiday's legacy, that people would know her now as the great godmother of civil rights. And um, and working with Lee, that I, I was like, all right, reluctantly started to audition for the role, but I did not want to do this at all. <laughs> wow. So was it that fear in you? Uh, and I want to get, um, we're going to get to some music off the United States versus Billie Holiday. Uh, because mm-hmm. I, I definitely want to know which songs were the hardest, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, and and because there's a lot of pain in that music. Um, yeah, I'm. I mean, there's so many things I want to learn. But was it the fear that ultimately made your performance what people are raving about? Your respect for the role, your mm. you know your your humility in taking mm. on this burden to play this iconic figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think, I think that was a part of it. You know, I think it was sort of like, you know, I mean, wish I had a better word for fear, but just, yeah, I think a, 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 a sort of a sense of duty, you know, a, a healthy right. fear, you know, a healthy fear, a reverent fear really for, for her and for getting this right. And faith, I think it was fear and faith kind of colliding, you know what I mean? And I had to just trust and show up and be present and and be willing to look crazy or do do crazy things or look stupid or embarrass myself or or just or feel just the weight of just pain and trauma and struggle but to fight through it cuz that's what she did um it was uh i think yeah i think sheer desperation <laughs> was definitely a part of it i was like whatever i have to do to get this and not be terrible you know is what i want to do so yeah i think it was a combination of those things kind of a healthy fear and faith kind of just you know moving forward but thank you for that. <laughs> no, of course. Um, you know, it's not often I get I get to sit down with somebody who played Billy Holiday. And, <laughs> you know, and 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 before that was just uh, you know your whole aesthetic is so uh, just classic and black mm-hmm. and black music and unapologetic yeah. and not um, not rushed. It's not you know mm-hmm. you're not. You know, you're not fast food. You are something <laughs> that is very special uh, and very, you. you know, cared for. So, you know, it's not it's not often that I get to have somebody like you on the program. So it's an honor. Thank you. Your performance on these records. It's not like your album. 
you no no <laughs> you abandoned much of your style like this is you doing billy holiday um mm-hmm. talk about that process you know you're you're even the octaves in the voice like i was listening to your vocals and even the octaves in the and the notes and the way you sung and everything mm-hmm. you changed this is not you this is billy this mm-hmm. is you channeling billy holiday yeah. Um, no, thank you for saying that. And first of all, I just love how much you know about music. Come on, octaves and notes. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was I, I think Lee and I both knew going into this. I knew I did not want to do the role without inhabiting her voice, because I think Billie Holiday's voice is an earned voice, if that makes sense. You know, like one of my favorite albums that she's ever done was is her album. It is my favorite album by her is Lady in Satin. And that was the very last album before she passed. And you could hear, I mean, I, I look at it like this. We had, we worked hard to get to that place to train the muscles. I also, as I said, I smoked a lot. I drank a lot, which I don't typically do. <laughs> I just stopped taking care of my voice as a vocalist. I, you know, no tea, no, just cold ice and gin and Because you want that raw. And- you want... You want yeah, a little bit I ha- of phlegm on the vocal cords, a little yeah, bit of, absolutely. you know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. And I had to I had to earn in a very short period of time what Billie Holiday spent, you know, her her 44 years earning throughout her life. So um and so we just I, I look at her voice as a scroll, right? And then on that scroll is written every hit that she took, you know, every mm. every sexual abuse, every encounter when she was a child in a brothel being raped, losing her father to Jim Crow, every time she slammed heroin, dragged a cigarette, drank, you know, um, and every time she stood up to the government, she stood up to the feds, she she fought for singing Strange Fruit about everything is written onto this beautiful, complex vocal. And so uh, it was really important for me to, to, I didn't want to be distracted by the sound of my own voice, you know. I think probably because I like hers a lot better. <laughs> but um, so I, I just wanted to just just honor her in that way, because I, I look at her voice as, you know, it's it's a character. It's a person and a, a human within itself. And and so it was really important to to make sure that people could live in that world and live with her and believe me as her in that world. And the voice had a lot to do with it. Um, what was uh, the toughest record? Um, do you remember a day? Where I mean, because I, I couldn't imagine you recorded more than one of these a day. Like I don't even, <laughs> right? Like, uh, well, well, I mean, it depends. So we did we did the pre-record with Salam Remy in Miami, and we did that in August before we got out there to shoot. And mm-hmm. we did we did multiple songs, you know, in in a day. Uh, and it I think and it, actually it, I like that you point that out because I think switching between the emotions of different songs that was really challenging, you know to to go from them, their eyes, to try to rev up to like Strange Fruit, you know. That was a beast, obviously, in itself. But so, but the pre-record was different. Pre-recording it, I, there was still that, even though she was living in me for like two years at this point, there was still that sort of, I'm paying homage to her, you know. And, uh, but once we got to set, you know, Lee had the great sense to record things live because I was in a, I was still in a completely different headspace and was more dropped in. Um, you know, strange fruit. I'm, I'm not gonna lie that it's it's very obvious, but yeah, it was one of the hardest to sing and to record. And here's why: before I was paying homage, so it's a it's it's an emotional song, but I'm trying to honor Billy's legacy. Playing it as Billy Holiday, there was such a sense of urgency because I knew I was gonna die. I think she had an awareness of, of the how short her life would be, because uh, she would always say Harry Anslinger, who will talk about 
was going to kill her. Um, and then, and so it, it bothered me. I would get so angry on set sometimes. I could feel rage because I see people, oh my God, that's such a beautiful song. And I'm like, you know, how, I don't know if I'm supposed to cuss on here or whatever, but you know, how like, could how you? How the fuck is that beautiful? Yeah, yeah. How the <laughs> fuck could nasty. you say a song like this is beautiful? This song is the twisted mouth, blood at the leaves, blood at the root, twisted mouth, bulging eyes, like the scent of my ancestors burning flesh is not pretty. You know what I mean? So I wanted, I I feel like I understood her in that moment. I wanted people to don't even finish the song, get up and go do something. I might die tonight for singing this shit. So get up and go, you know, go make a difference and go take these lyrics and be armed with these lyrics and go make a difference. So it, it, it was the revelation that Strange Fruit is not a pretty song. It's an awful song. You know what I mean? Because lynching is a horrific thing, you know? Andre Day, uh, it is International Women's Day, and you created a playlist, 35 songs, everybody from Alice Smith and Ari Lennox, mm -hmm. uh, Kalani and Rhapsody, Lauren Hill, mm -hmm. Grace, mm -hmm. uh, Tasha Cobbs, um, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of powerful black women on this playlist, and um, yes. and from different, different genres. And your first yeah. album that you dropped in 2015 uh, is a project that really encompasses all of black music in the one place. Um, hmm. You know, there's elements of hip hop in there. There's elements of blues. Yeah. There's elements of rock. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's pop vocals on there, uh, mm -hmm. R&B vocals. There's a lot of things in there. Did, when you put out that 2015 project, did you fight for that? Was that something that you fought for to make sure that you were... Because I'm sure in the game, you know, I've seen it a hundred times. Nah, you need to focus over here or you need to be more like this yeah. or you need to... What was that experience getting that 2015 project done? Yeah, you know, I mean, it was a combination of both. I had people who were really supportive, you know what I mean? And then I had people who, you know, do what they do often when it comes to black women, which is to sort of pigeonhole us and put us in a box. We're familiar with black women being like this or putting their expectations on them. And it's this idea that, you know, we either need to be what one group of people wants us to be. Um, you know, just sort of doing nothing, kind of silent, not expressing ourselves. The other group wants us to be just hypersexualized, and you know, and and so yeah, I had to fight for sure the sexualization because that was something I didn't want on my first record. I just wanted people to hear our culture. I wanted them to hear my experience in it. I wanted them to hear the things that raised me and influenced me, and and I just wanted them to hear just 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 excellence. You know what I mean? And and, and beauty and and classic sounds that I love. Um, and I'm glad you mentioned, by the way, when you were just talking about sort of the array of Black music, I'm glad you mentioned pop because I feel like that is a genre that we 100% cultivated, but is, is often sort of taken away from us or has sort of been hijacked, you know, and this is, I mean, nobody did pop better than Motown, right? And did, you That's know, right. so, um, so uh, yeah, so it was just, are you R&B? Are you pop? You know, these sort of labels, you need to be more sexual, you know, or you need to, you need to make music that sounds it's funny because i would hear from one group of people you need to make music that sounds more you know urban and i was like just say black because that's what you mean right <laughs> but, yeah. um, and then i would hear oh you i need hate to that make word music urban that, man i yeah, hate that word yeah it's crazy and then i would hear you need to make songs that sound more pop and i'm like by pop you're also meaning more white you know what i mean and i'm, right. I'm just not going to parse words and so and so i really had to be like no this is who i am i love vintage i love dressing this way i love seeing myself and my people represented and vintage dress. I love listening to music like this. So it was a fight, but I had supporters in there for sure too. So, you know, yeah. Um, off the project, you put it on the message playlist, Tigress and Tweet, mm -hmm. one of my favorites mm -hmm. on there. Um, Thank you. 
what made you put this on the message playlist out of all the selections, you know, on your album? Yeah, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of felt like an asshole putting it on the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, I'm going to really put my own song on here. But, you know, I have to say, here's why. Because as you spoke about, you know, it's, it's the message, you know what I mean? And we kind of did that caption about it. But the the message in the song is what is so important to me. The message, the homage to Billy, to Strange Fruit, uh, it is first of all by far my favorite thing I have ever written of any song, any really? poem I've, I've ever done. Yes, I'm, I'm, and it came the same way Rise Up came. I prayed about it just like I did Rise Up, and everything poured out. But obviously, as you can tell, Tigress and Tweet is a lot more militant than Rise Up. It's different, right. you know. And so, you know, to me, those were the beautiful, you know, um, spectrum, the, the different facets of, of God. And so I put it on there because the message, the question once it came out was. If Billie Holiday were alive today, how would she have wanted to see Strange Fruit evolved? You know what I mean? And I had this feeling, you know, I, I thought, thought of the lyrics of Strange Fruit. Uh, Strange Fruit hanging from a poplar tree's blood on the leaves, blood through. It's a very sad, sad, sad picture. And I think to a degree, and I, again, not parsing words, I think white folks are comfortable with, uh, with Strange Fruit and they can enjoy the song because it is right. black people in a, in a, in a position of... They're victims and they're, 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 oh, poor black people. They're going through this and they're, they're being lynched and it's sad and sort of feeds into the savior complex. Tigress and Tudor did not want to be that. Take us off the tree, cut that shit down. We own the tree. You know what I mean? You right. don't, you want to see strange fruit hanging on a tree, but you don't want to see a brolic, healthy, armed, mobilized, unified, strengthened fruit in a position of ownership and leadership and in control, you know? And so I wanted that very intimidating feeling uh, to the song because I think if Billy had survived we would see her in places that we saw Angela Davis and Asada Shakur and mm -hmm. you know so on and so forth so um that's where I I wanted to just flip that and then I was thinking about the scent of a victory you know you hear that phrase all the time I says what does that smell like you know to us what is that and I thought it's the scent of our ancestors and so um I Tigress and Tweed were two of her favorite perfumes later on in her life, and that's where that came from. I'm Ebro Darden, and you're listening to The Message. Don't forget that you can stream Andre Day's exclusive playlist right now on Apple Music by hitting the search tab and typing in The Message. Plus, don't forget to check out her Oscar-nominated film, The United States vs. Billie Holiday, available now in the Apple TV app. We're about to get deeper into Andre's own music, plus what to expect from her upcoming second album. So let's get into it. We have Andre Day with us. Make sure you go check out the United States first Billie Holiday. Uh, all the music is up in Apple Music. You can stream the movie. Uh, Andre has given us a great playlist. Um, are you loving where R&B music and the ladies are right now? There's so many great performers and singers and songwriters. Um, you have been performing and singing um, your whole life. Um, mm -hmm. What what got you to the 2015 solo release? And mm. you know, because you had been working and and doing other things, but why why did you decide in 2015 it was time? Uh, I think it was just um, well. First of all, I finished. <laughs> we had finally finished the record, and we had been working on right. stuff for a long time. But I think I finished it not just physically, but I finished it in in my spirit. You know what I mean? It was I had I I'm so I'm a typical Capricorn. I'm obsessed with every detail. I'm just like nothing's ever good enough, you know. 
And that's something I really have to, I've had to work on in myself, sort of, you know, feelings of inadequacy, right? Or unworthiness, maybe. And so I finally got to a point where I was willing to let it go. I was just like, whatever it does, I can't control it anymore. I can't manipulate it any deeper. Whatever the record does, whatever Rise Up does or the album, that's what it's supposed to do, you know? So I always have to get to this place of peace, you know, before I can like release stuff. And um, so I think what got me there was, um, yeah, just a letting go, a surrendering, you know, and saying I can't control fully the trajectory of 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 my career of life of how things are going to go i can put things in place but i have to trust at a certain point and so emotionally and i think spiritually that's where i got to to release cheers to the fall and rise up uh you start you start your playlist with beyonce find your way back which she just released that record is incredible that is a damn that's a perfect record <laughs> like i've sat and listened to that record so many times with like my, with my engineers, you know what I mean? Like with like producer friends, with my musician friends, with band members. And we just sit and we're like, damn, she is, she could never possibly be overrated ever. And I, I it's just such a, an incredible record. And my father is such a huge influence in my life. And it was once I came back out of Billie Holiday, as I told you, you know, I'm, I'm better now and I'm more balanced now, but I was really, really, really struggling with just how to live and how to be here and how to be okay and how to how to do normal again. I hated the idea of normalcy. And again, I didn't know who I was. <laughs> People told me so many times, you got to get back to Andrew. I'm like, who the fuck is Andrew? Like, I don't, I don't know who that is. You know, I, I can't. And I heard that song and the first time I had heard it, I don't even know if it was like new at the time, but well, the first time I heard it, I was in my car and I had to pull over because I was crying so hard. I was just bawling and bawling and because the message, just find your way back and, you know, reminding me the things that, you know, daddy used to tell me. And and um, and it reminded me of my father. It reminded me of God, you know, my, 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 what I believe my father, my other father. And to remember those things, you are loved, you're beloved yeah. and you are, and you are, and you are here to love people and to serve people. And as long as you remember those two things, everything else will fall into place. So the song actually helped me to become balanced after Billie Holiday. That's powerful. You are giving us some gems today, young lady. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I'm always so nervous. I just am like, oh, did I? I'm, you know what it is? I'm, I think I'm, I'm like a nervous talker. It's embarrassing. You know what I mean? And I, no, I'm you're good. Like, you trust me. I've talked to a <laughs> lot of people. You, you know where you're going when you talk. You come to a close. Okay. There's people who ramble on, and you're like, okay. how did we get here? And I'll kick how back, and I just let them keep going. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> my job is to listen, and I find That's a moment gangster. to jump in. But, but yeah, yeah, you you putting a bow on it. You doing good. Thank you. Okay, good, <laughs> good. I'm gonna let you guide me in that one. <laughs> nah, you doing great. Um, the uh, part of the message and and. International Women's Day, um, I believe this is your quote. Um, Andre Day provides an all-female playlist, and her message is truth, strength, light, and love because this is what God is. Mm. Um, those are your words, yes? Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, can, you, can you expound on that as it pertains to women and specifically black women? Because mm-hmm. black women are our glue. They are our yeah. spiritual leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, every every movement, you know, mm-hmm. black women are in the front and motivating mm-hmm. us black men to stand up for our families and uh, mm-hmm. do what the, do the right things to make sure mm-hmm. that the black family is taken care of. Yeah, whether it's Billie Holiday, 
uh, whether you brought you brought up Angela Davis mm-hmm. uh, and so many other women. Um, mm-hmm. But talk about that on International Women's Day, that just that power of black women in our families and keeping yeah. us, you know, focused and fighting for our love, too. Absolutely. And we always do. And 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 are unrelenting in it. I, I think I put that because that is what God is to me. Right. And I think we are godly beings. We are divine beings, you know, and and I think I mean, I may be biased because I'm a black woman, but I do think that black women represent sort of the best of us in that regard, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. we are so resilient and we are so strong. And it's, and sometimes I'm hesitant to say that because Yes, we are those things, but sometimes we're required to be when we shouldn't have to be, you know. And um, so sometimes I think it can be a little bit of a kind of a scapegoat, you know, for not taking care of of black women or in the way that we should be or valued in the way we should be. But yes, black women are we support, we love, we shoulder everyone's burdens, everyone's causes, as we saw Billie Holiday do. And to be honest with you, most of the time we do that with very little to no support, you know. And um, and I think that. We're starting to see, you know, people are understanding the value of black women. Our, our men are starting to understand, and 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 um, and and obviously LGBTQ plus trans communities, you know, understand because we've loved each other and supported and held on to each other for, for um, for so long. So, I think we are. Um, people are beginning to see sort of the importance, especially with movies like United States versus Billie Holiday. You see that. You know, Billie Holiday reinvigorated the civil rights movement. She is who right. kicked it off as we know it. And um, and she was doing that alone. You know, she would have actually the NAACP write violation cards about her. Her behavior is inappropriate or she did this or sort of rejecting her for these reasons. So she, those are very, we have very, very broad shoulders. And I tie her directly to Stacey Abrams today. We saw that gargantuan effort by her during you know, these last few elections, not just this last election, but the last few elections and how, I mean, this, this woman, I just, there's a lot of communities involved in flipping Georgia, but I, she spearheaded it in just such a powerful way. And I don't think we would have seen it if it were not for her. So uh, I, I, yeah, I say that because I think we represent truth. I think we represent light. We represent love. We represent the godly being, you know, that I believe is within us. And, and I think if we're going to progress as a society and be healthy and dismantle sort of oppressive institutions, uh, we need things like truth, you know, to, to infuse into a system that's been built on lies and like light and love. So, yes, we represent those things. I believe. Yo, dudes get mad at me so much because I'm like, yo, however, <laughs> however black women is voting, that's how we voting. Yeah, that's real. That's really real. Because we think about it's not I mean, I listen, I don't I don't meet many, if any, black women that are really selfish. And I think we get painted like that when we start to express our emotions about our layered experiences. Um, People are so quick to paint us. Or when you go into self-preservation mode because the world's attacking you and brutalizing you and not protecting you. So, you know, that's, Mm -hmm. that's a reaction. Yeah, that's not exactly. a preferred posture, though. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that's, and I, you said it perfectly. That was beautiful. People don't realize, you know, how much of the way that we move in the world has to do with us surviving, you know, and has to do with us, and not just surviving, but going throughout our days trying to feel good about ourselves and confident and have the strength to fight for everything that everyone else has going on. So, yeah, it's, it, people are so quick. Like in any way to take any paintbrush to paint us, you know what I mean. So we got to get into that her record damage. 
Her, mm-hmm. I, listen, that young lady, her, she out, <laughs> out of control. Her, yeah, she's she is just one of the best to do it right now. Period. You know what I mean? And just and and period. Not even just now. I I love her so 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 much. Just the spirit that you hear in her music. How vulnerable. You know how honest and like. It's so funny because she's so. I love her music because she's so raw and she's so emotional. But you don't hear weakness in it. You know what I mean? Even though, right. in, even in the record, damage. She might be saying, "Okay, I'm really vulnerable. You, you know, you could do damage here. Just you know, take care with me." But there's such a strength and a power in being so candid and open and saying, "Listen, I'm here. I'm present. I'm vulnerable. So do what you need to do. What needs to be done. You know what I mean? Do the right thing." And she's she's strong. I love her music. Y'all know some hood shit. The beat is on some real hood. That like, shit thumping, right? <laughs> that shit thumping. <laughs> Everything. She, and she's always making it from like the comfortable, the yeah. song she did for the photograph. Yeah. I was like, damn, she come with really always with the heat. Well, so. you know, she's from the Bay yeah. too. So it got, yeah, exactly. she's, from, she's from Vallejo. So, you know, it got some. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I hear all of that. There. I hear all of that. <laughs> so um, it says here. Um, Andre Day is gearing up to drop a new album. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Tigress and Tweet is actually the first single off of the record. And then the Got it. I feel I'm getting to the place where I said I, I have peace and I we just need to go and, you know, get it out. So now I'm, I'm on, some about it. on some real shit. On some real shit. On I mean, you put yourself through a lot to deliver this Billy Holiday movie. Yeah. Um and you're and you're telling us that, look, I'm good, y'all. Like I'm back. I found I found my way back. Yeah, <laughs> yes. you know what I'm saying. I wrote some music, um, mm-hmm. but you know, listen, we we fuck with you. We love you. Oh, I appreciate and that. Take your time. If you told us, hey, listen, y'all, I thought it was good, but I need to go sit down for a minute. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's good. I gotta, that's good too. You you don't want this version of me, so let me just get it, let me just get another month. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know? I'm so appreciative for you saying that. Thank you for saying that. another thing you've said to me that I've not heard anyone else say. Thank you. No, nah, it's all good. We we the mm-hmm. you're you're a um you're you're special, right? You've taken you. your time and you've honed your craft. Um, like I said in the beginning of the conversation, you're not uh, the the type of artist that. Um, it's just gonna come outside all the time, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just be classy, Thank you. and you know, and, you. and keep delivering that great black music. Andre Thank Day, uh, we will get a new album now. Uh, when the album comes, are you approaching it in any way the same, different, different collaborators? Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 definitely. I mean, it's it's soulful, you know, but it's it's different as well too. There's an evolution in there. I'm I'm you know I'm not from the Bay, but I'm actually from Southeast San Diego, so I'm from the West Coast too. And I wanted to hear more of the influence of what sort of raised me. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Uh, in music, uh, you know, DJ Quick and just like just different things that okay. you know that we would party to. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, so, so, but it still it still feels classic. It still feels you know. Sort so of some like, classic soulful up tempos, roller yeah, skate exactly. music. You know what I'm saying? Mean? Barbecue yeah. music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, kind of yeah, barbecue G funk. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it kind of has like, yeah, exactly. And um and then uh you know you'll hear honestly I I was working on the record while we were um while I was preparing for Billie Holiday, so you'll hear a lot of her. DNA or some of her DNA did make it onto the record. You know, it's a little, it's an evolved me, you know, it's, it's definitely less apologetic, you know, and, 
more vulnerable, I think more raw and just, I wanted to just, you know, give credit to the places that raised me, the people that raised me. And I, I just wanted it to be a picture of what I was experiencing and seeing and perceiving emotionally, you know, personally, as a black woman in society, it's like, it's about a actual relationship that I have, but it's also about metaphorically speaking, it's my relationship, the toxic relationship that I as a black woman have with America, you know? And so mm -hmm. that's, um, so it's a, a picture of, of a few of those different things. So it's, yes, it's an evolved sound and an evolved me. I love it. So, so you did, so in essence, Billie Holiday did teach you something oh, even about so yourself, much. right? So much. Yeah. She taught me so much. And you know, it's so funny. I'm, I'm glad we're doing this today because I wasn't fully able to answer that question until yesterday. And I was like, what is it that she really helped me with or that she gave me? And I, as I said before, I have a real, it's deep seated. I can talk about it, but a very deep seated, you know, issue with, with feeling inadequate and feeling mm -hmm. unworthy and I'm not, I'm never smart enough. I'm never good enough or creative enough or, you know, and I will self-sabotage sometimes as I tried to do with this movie role, <laughs> trying to get out of it, but I will self-sabotage in, in some, in, in, for certain opportunities or relationships or friendships because I, I'm embarrassed for how it may turn out. And so mm. I didn't realize how deeply I was still dealing with things like that. And so I truly believe God brought her to me and me to her to, at least as a part of it, to work that out of me, you know, and, and it's still being worked out of me, but I, I feel hugely transformed in that area of my life by Billie Holiday. She, she, I'm sure, felt all these feelings as well, but she showed up. She showed up to sing Strange Fruit. She showed up to fight the government, to integrate audiences, to, to support her band and her people in the midst of everything she was dealing with. And so, yeah, she taught me to be that way. Um, I want to end it with uh, this Tasha Cobbs record since you were talking about confidence. And, yes, um, mm -hmm. that's a great way to close. I also want to say too, I'm um, hearing you talk about what you learned about yourself through, uh, you know, being Billie Holiday. Um, mm -hmm. There's an obligation, right? That when you have a platform and you have a gift, you know, someone like Billie Holiday, and you see it often with artists and people with platforms and special talents. She she clearly understood that her vibration and the way that she you know, emoted and and shared mm -hmm. was was a spark that people needed, and she mm -hmm. and she felt obligated. You know, um, and 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 hopefully some of that falls in your DNA as well, because our DNA mm -hmm. can be changed. You know, I saw that in one of your articles too, talking about that. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it, you should know that what you're delivering vocally and musically, and the way you're bringing all forms of black music into one place and mm -hmm. taking care of it is a responsibility so that we don't lose that connective tissue from generation to generation, right? And that's a, it's a mm. conversation I'm always having, whether I'm featuring a black country artist on this program or mm. blues or jazz or any of these spaces, right? Because the new movement is to force the institutions to understand that black artists are not just hip hop and R&B, right? Absolutely. Like that's black, real. black mm -hmm. expression can exist in, in, in many spaces and many places, but black right. people who want to create often do not go in those spaces because mm -hmm. they don't feel like they belong. They don't feel like they'll be embraced. They feel like right. they'll be, you know, uh, made fun of by their own community yeah. and or not embraced mm -hmm. by the community that wants to hear that material. So um, we got to keep pushing that. 
No, I love that you do that. And and actually even further to that point, you know, is not just that we're welcome in those spaces, but I want people to be aware that we created we created a lot of those spaces that you think we're no, not we welcoming. No, we created those spaces. Done. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I was like <laughs> country music, rock music, you know yes. what I mean? I'm like, y'all yes. welcome, you know? So yes. yeah, definitely. That's beautiful. Andre Day, it was a pleasure meeting you. Congratulations. Likewise. Thank uh, you. <laughs> keep going. I'm sure the scripts are rolling in. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take my time on that. That's for damn sure. I'm like, okay, let's, let's take a breather. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> right. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There it is. So we'll look for that new album too. Thank you very much. Uh, that's Thank been so the much, message Steve. with Andre Day. Peace. Great to meet you. Thank you. The message. Don't push me. Call up close to the an open dialogue about the voices of today and their experiences through music that inspires them.